Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught and get ready to launch your mind into an entirely new reality. If you've always felt there had to be more to life, more to existence, then you're listening to the right podcast. Get comfortable, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let your host, Adam R. Walton, expand your horizons. This is going to be good. This is going to be fun. This is going to be mind-bending. Time to think. And here we go. Is it weird to be a fan of your own intro? (laughs) I really like that. I really like the fact that you can get yourself something done. You can get something taken care of. Uh, You can do it on your own. You can outsource everything you've ever wanted right now is, is easily outsourceable. We live in a phenomenal time. We live in a phenomenal time where... The stories we were told about how things were done are just crumbling. You know, why Why do I have to go to school? Why do I have to go massively in debt? Why am I allowed to take out a student loan and go massively into debt for the school, but I can't take out a small business loan? You know, I don't qualify for a small business loan, but I do qualify for school. And in school, you know, you do your courses, you do your this, you do your that, you go, you know, you do whatever you want in school and you've got this debt looming over you, this thing that you have to pay back. People will say that it's it's beneficial. How, how are people supposed to get an education if they can't go to school? You know, and you got to wonder, what are they teaching you? What are they, what's, what's, what are they teaching you that you can't learn? Why do you have to be taught something to do something? Wherein the only thing that's ever really taught anybody anything is trial and error. Now, I'm definitely going off the rails. Please don't understand that I'm not talking about, you know, being a doctor. Because you can't just walk in and say, you know what? I can cut people. I'm going to be a doctor. That's different. 90% of our youth go to school and they take communications. And they pay thousands of dollars to do it. And their parents help. And it's a big deal. And they go off to school. And it's this whole ritual. I've never gone to university. I drove past one once. But I'm communicating with you guys. Right now. (laughs) And all it cost me was my equipment. (gasps) Fancy. So why do we listen to this? Why do we believe this? Is it possible that... What we've been taught is more indoctrination than education. Is it impossible that there's a narrative being played upon us to create a desired effect? Has anyone taken the time to stop and think about living your life? I came across a meme the other day and I I laughed. I've seen it a thousand times before, as I'm sure you have too. The retirement age is 67. The life expectancy age is what, 78 or whatever it is. So you work your whole life and you get 11 years off. Now, <clears throat> I don't think that people are going to do this. But wait a minute. There are people doing this. We've been taught our whole lives to get jobs. We've been taught our whole lives to work and to save and to be retired. But if anybody takes a look at the pension that they're doing, you're being stolen from. Your money's being taken care of by the government, and they're going to give it back to you as a pension. Now, if you took that same amount of money and you invested it yourself, you would have millions of dollars. But nobody wants you to know that. 
Why do you think they don't teach you finance in the school? Because education is not indoctrination. Indoctrination creates the beings that they want. Am I some sort of crazy conspiracy theorist? Let's deduce that right now. If we talk about this, if we talk about conspiracy theories, I'm a motivational guy. right? But you can only do so much motivation with such a mindset when there are so many people so determined to be miserable. What are you supposed to do with that? Motivation is fantastic. Motivation, like Zig Ziglar said, motivation, much like showering, must be done daily. But let's talk about what we think, where the depression comes from, or where the anxiety comes from, or where the comprehension and understanding comes from. If all you had to do was play in a field your whole life, you would start to figure out the things that you had to do. You would start to figure out that maybe I want this, maybe I want to create this, maybe I want to do this. If you have to live up to the expectations that have been given to you from generations before you, through schooling, through television, from your parents, from the hand-me-downs of all this other crap, you're not able to do what you want, and you're not happy with not living up to what they've told you to do. Why do we allow this to happen? Because we don't know any different. How are you supposed to motivate somebody and how are you supposed to how are you supposed to have somebody change their reality if they don't change their thinking? And how do you change your thinking if you don't know that you can change your thinking? New information. New information is what creates this sort of stuff. And you know what new information is? If you go and seek new information, they call you a conspiracy theorist. If you don't believe blindly what they've told you on television, what they force-fed you, if you don't believe that blindly, you're crazy. Does anyone understand that? Is it, does, this, does this sink in? I was talking yesterday about the Instagram algorithms, and a lot of my friends post this stuff. They talk about this stuff. They're trying to help liberate people's minds. They're trying to help you. It doesn't matter what you want to believe in. If it's Flat Earth, if it's missions to Mars, if it's, the, if it's NASA, if it's any of this stuff. It's not about what you're believing in. It's about how you choose to go about the information that you're accepting into your realm and reality. Well, I started on that one, didn't I? I'm not going to edit that out. Oh, boy. Your realm and your reality is imperative to your ability to comprehend what it is that you're doing. You can only do what you can do with the knowledge and information that you have. To not take in new knowledge and new information, to not extrapolate upon everything that you could possibly think, see, do, all that sort of stuff. If you don't do that, if you don't extrapolate, if you don't look outside the box, if you don't go seeking your own information, if you're one of those people that says prove it, if you can't do your own research, you've already lost and you're a failure. And you can turn this podcast off right now because you and I probably won't get along. And what I mean by that is I don't have time to argue anymore. I don't have time to argue. I've, I've done the arguing. I've lived through stages of my life where I've done the arguing. And there's a difference between converting a mindset or freeing a mind or allowing somebody to see something and sharing your information with them and arguing. One thing you're going to see in this realm if you do start to ask questions and if you do start to stretch out is you're going to see a lot of sarcasm, quote-unquote sarcasm. You're going to see a lot of hate dis disguised as sarcasm. You're going to feel a lot of hate. It's amazing the amount of hate that comes my way because I'm trying to help. You know, and even that I can justify. Oh, you're trying to help. How, who are you trying to help? 
Why do you, who, what thing, what gives, what makes you accredited? What gives you the right to try to help? People will say, and it's funny because that's the argument that I'm talking about. You know, as you hear the terms thrown around too, things like light worker and this, that, and the other thing. I mean, I, I have no idea what sort of label you want to put on any of this sort of stuff, but I'm sitting here right now, dedicating my time, speaking into a microphone in a studio. For what purpose? Because I just simply want to share sort of what's in my head. And to anyone who wants to find it and it may help, great. Get on it. I would love to be that voice of reason inside your head that said, you know what? This does make sense. And because of this, I'm going to start looking at some of this other stuff and start looking into some of these other things and start asking questions. I'm not saying the world is perfect or I'm, I'm not saying the world isn't perfect. <laughs> I'm not saying anything because the world, by definition, is, is your version of it. It's your reality. Your reality is what creates everything. If in your reality, you know, anything is plausible and possible inside your reality. If your reality and my reality don't mesh, that's fine. But we don't need to argue about it. I don't need to hear your condescending tone. I don't need to see your negative self-worth projected onto anything else. I do understand that you need to project it. I do understand that you're not smart enough and you need to project it. Now, please, don't think I'm talking about you unless you're doing what I'm talking about, that I'm absolutely talking about you. But I can assure you that anyone listening to this has experienced an individual as to whom I'm referring. This brings me back to a conversation I was having with my sister not too long ago with regards to arguing and, and communicating and that sort of stuff. Uh, she had read a quote that said, uh, people who don't know how to communicate always think you're trying to argue. Now, if I think people are trying to argue with me, does that mean I don't know how to communicate? Because I'm pretty sure I'm good at communicating. So I would have to assume that those that are attempting to argue with me have a hard time communicating. Perhaps they're misreading an inflection. A hard time communicating and the assumption of argument, especially via text. I mean, this happens all the time. Our society's broken down. We're reading text. We're not hearing inflection. We're not seeing sarcasm. We're not, we're not even talking to our friends. You know, your friends can't hurt you. Your friends can say whatever they want, right? Because they're your friends, right? But if some random stranger off the internet starts poking and prodding and saying some whatever they say, you're like, it's the funniest thing because, you know, maybe it does affect you. Maybe you can't communicate that. This person's not talking to you or about you. They don't even know you. They're just going off what they are perceiving in their reality with their information about what you're doing. And one thing is abundantly clear in any aspect of anything we've ever done in our lives. That it's the asshole that speaks the loudest. It's the arrogant, the ignorant, the dumb, the uneducated, the underloved, the underwhelmed, the person who hates themselves the most. This person is the one that wants you to hate yourself. This person is the one that wants to express their own disdain for their own reality and they want other people to suffer with them. It's the idiots. It's the morons. These are the ones that are the loudest. Anyone who's got any self-worth, anyone who's got any idea of anything, tends to keep to themselves. Tends to analyze, tends to watch, tends to pay attention, tends to listen. 
Sadly, these people also tend to doubt themselves. The arrogant and the ignorant go gung-ho into all sorts of stupid things. Those that are intelligent, those that have self-worth, those that have put time into their heart and soul, tend to be reserved. Tend to not do what it, what it might take. So we literally have a bunch of tin can smashing, symbol bashing monkeys running around creating a reality right now that the intellectual introspective individual, that was pretty good, is observing. We have a shift happening right now. Everyone, all the idiots are getting louder. There was a movie, Idiocracy. Um, I don't even know when it was done. It was a couple of years ago and it was saying how the educated and what and whatnot, never mind the labels, that sort of thing, but the educated were having like 1.3 kids and they were trying to go through school and they were trying to do this and trying to do that and yada, yada, yada. So the smart people and the doctors and the this and the that weren't procreating. In this movie, they were saying the people, no offense to anybody in the South, but the people in the South, i.e. the labels, uh, they were just doing nothing but drinking Schlitz malt liquor and procreating. <laughs> so the kids in the population were growing and the population was getting dumber and dumber and that got to the point where they were spraying Gatorade on their plants because it has electrolytes. <laughs> the movie itself was hilarious. Um, it was almost a foreshadowing. It was almost a foreshadowing of what's actually happening. And you know, you, you, the more you open your eyes and the more you understand and observe certain things, you understand that these movies are... <laughs> they're telling you what they're doing. They're telling you what's coming. They're, tell, they're creating a future. They're creating a reality. So many people are like, you know what? I'm watching this movie as entertainment without even realizing that they're being influenced by the movie. They think that most people still think, most people, the loudest people, the people that I was talking about earlier, the loudest people, still think that movies are reflective of life as opposed to a leader of, a leader of symptoms, a leader of life, a leader of, of creation. There's no, it's not, it's not imitating us, it's creating us. You know, it brings me back to the Tide Pods. It doesn't brings me back. I wasn't talking about the Tide Pods, but let's talk about the Tide Pods. Remember back a couple months ago, like the kids are eating Tide Pods. This was a challenge. The kids were eating Tide Pods. This was the one that really slapped me in the face. And I said, you know, there's no possible way. There's no possible way anyone's eating Tide Pods. Nobody looked at that thing and said, you know, it looks like candy. I'm going to eat it. But the media made it happen. The media, the algorithm made it happen they talked about it they said let's eat the Tide Pods and you know what happened after that the stupid started eating the Tide Pods <laughs> they created this they created this they created this system this is the generation and people can say well what do you think you know what are you talking about the algorithm you know everybody's heard of AI artificial intelligence and they're talking about the singularity and how it's all supposed to come about and yada 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 it's already here the mathematical equation of all the computers connected and touching it's here, and it's creating stuff. And a few numbers get put in. Uh, it, the machines can extrapolate. They can start thinking. You know, I'm not saying, ooh, rise of the machines, Terminator 3, whatever the hell it is. I'm saying that look at anyone, anyone who has any knowledge of the stock market or any market, crypto, stocks, whatever you want to talk about, nine out of ten times they can tell you what the market's going to do. They can tell you where the market trends are going to go. They can tell you almost to the dollar where the high point will be, where the break will be, and what it will do after that. Now, <coughs> excuse me. I may be just a simple man, but 
if I invest my money into a stock or into something, that stock goes up in value. How can anyone predict what I'm about to do or when, when I'm about to stop doing it? I'm only one individual. But almost to a T, these markets can be predicted. And every now and again, some major catastrophe will take place. You'll be like, oh, that was so unpredictable. Holy jumping. If the financial institutions can be predicted and people can just simply make money off these things as they come and they go and as they, they, they typically follow trends, who do you think is making these investments? The machines? The bots? The, the individuals? A million people sitting in a room somewhere investing all this money up until a certain point and then de-investing, withdrawing, releasing. Uh, that was a bit too much. But so many things can be predicted. And if so many things can be predicted, it means they're being created and they're being manipulated. <coughs> and that's just the stocks. You're looking at stocks being manipulated easily. And we say it can't be done, it can't be this, we can't be that. We have this narrative that says that's impossible. It's just too big of a thing. But what if it's not? What if that was a lie? What if the narrative that's inside our head is designed to keep us stupid? So we've got a bunch of really loud idiots flapping their gums. I mean, I don't have to go much further than the American president. I don't have to go much further than the Canadian prime minister. He's so stupid that they pulled him off the air. You don't see him on the news anymore. You don't see him anywhere. They won't put him on TV. He's too unpredictable. He's too his ability to speak is too poor. And you know what? If anyone's listening to this and they're like, oh no, that's you know, that's bad mouthing. In France, they're putting people away for Facebook posts, for 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 infractions. We don't hear about that. I just shared on my on my Instagram a photo. You know, all the rich have to do and or all the elite or whoever you want to say that's pulling the strings. And, and am I crazy that somebody's pulling the strings? Well, I never went out of my way to say, hey, somebody's pulling the strings. I just sort of observed a bunch of stuff and a bunch of organized crap that led to the probability that there's somebody a little bit more powerful than maybe me or you that's got an agenda, that's creating something. And and my my ability to think for myself has created the ability to ask questions and to understand too that I'm there's no, there's no possible way that I have anywhere near any of the answers my life doesn't create that so <clears throat> the post I was talking about earlier is so simple it says all they have to do is make the east fear the west or hate the West and make the West hate the East. Now, I don't know about you, but it would appear that the media wants us to hate Muslims. Uh-oh, I said Muslim. Uh-oh. And it would appear that it's a possibility that they're showing us on the news that the Muslims hate Christians? And the fun thing about both of these thoughts is that Prior to this working, they would have had to make you 100% believe in your country based on where you were born 
your religion based on what you were born into. And you would have had to have been indoctrinated into a belief system for this system to work. So for anyone that says we're not in some sort of system, you're not paying attention. You're not picking up the pieces. You're not checking into what what has been going on. One of the most amazing things about the human mind is it only really pays attention to kind of right now. And you know what it does right now? It projects into the future and it worries and it stresses and it's anxiety filled and ridden with what might happen in the future. But the funny thing is we never reach the future because it's always right now. And what are you going to do right now? You're going to eat your food and you're going to and you're going to stop yourself from starving. You're going to do your exercises hopefully and you're going to stop yourself from from dying young, <laughs> you know? Or you're going to sit on the couch and you're going to bitch and complain and moan about some other stuff that you have no control over. Every single thing that you've ever done in your entire life happened within a foot radius of you, your arm's length. If you focus on what you can control, you can control virtually everything. If you focus on the war and the, the powers that be and, and, and hating on other people, you're going to live there. I saw another post. I thought it was great too. As I, as I speak and as I go on with these, these long-winded rambly dambles, I saw another post and it was, it was uh, labs. There was a, a chocolate lab, a black lab, um, a golden lab. I think there was even a white lab. They're all the same dog. And everybody loves a dog. Everybody loves the dog for what the dog is. And the follow-up had something to do with, with racism. You know, if these are all the same dog, what's the point in racism? Because we're all the same people. And we are all the same people. Like, if you're a racist, you're, you're an idiot. In any way, shape, or form. If you don't like somebody based on the color of, the, of their skin, it's because you've been watching too much television or you've been speaking to somebody who watches too much television. If we don't allow them to, you know, I sound crazy, right? I sound crazy when I say that. If we don't allow them to interfere with our brains, it's not about them. It's about what we allow ourselves to perceive because there's always going to be bullshit. There's always going to be negative people. There's always going to be negative experiences. There has to be. These things have to exist because if they don't exist, then the positive, the positive experiences aren't that great if there isn't something negative to compare it to. So win, lose, or draw, sometimes life's going to suck. Other times life's going to be great. What are you going to allow inside your head? What are you going to allow to influence you? What are you going to allow to change the way you perceive what you're perceiving? Because the minute you start being aware that you're choosing to accept and embrace certain informations... That's the minute you wake up, you catch on to things, you see, you're like, wait a minute, it doesn't matter what somebody's saying. It's a matter It's a matter to me what I'm allowing, what I'm allowing in. And other people will say, well, if you just turn off the television, that's just ignorance. That doesn't mean it's not happening. <laughs> I want some, whoever's going to say that to this post, if you just turn off the television, it doesn't mean it's not happening. I want that person to tell me about something that's going on in somewhere, in some part of the world that they've never been to. To which they'll say, well, I can't, right? You can't tell me. 
And if you can't tell me, then you're not thinking about it. If you're not thinking about it, you're not worrying about it. If you're not worrying about it, you're focusing on other things. If you're focusing on other things, you're achieving other things. If you're achieving other things, you're preparing yourself for a better life. There's too much to be said. There's too much to be said on this topic. I don't like to go much over half an hour because we live in a world that's bite-sized. People just want bite-sized stuff. So... I mean, I could go on. I might even do another cast today because I got a lot to say. I didn't even touch on really the, the, the subject that I wanted to touch on, which was speaking with my sister and talking about arguments and talking about how people think that you're arguing if they don't know how to communicate. You know, so maybe I'll just carry that one over to the next episode or the next session. Who knows? Another funny thing, too, is in that same conversation with my sister on a completely separate note, this podcast is still so new. It, it, it's, it's fascinating. I've had these ideas my whole life. I've been thinking and creating and blogging and writing. I've been doing spare articles for other people. I've been coaching under other names. Uh, when I say other names, I mean I've been sub-coaching for other people. I coach for myself. I work with myself. I work on creating a mental freedom, breaking away from all the crap that we've been taught to achieve what we want to achieve. There's no... There's, there's no, here's, here's a blueprint of how to specifically succeed. I'm not going to teach anyone how to achieve what they need to achieve. I'm going to teach you how to think properly so that you can utilize and maximize your skills to achieve your goals on your time properly with ease, without stress, without panic, without anxiety to accelerate. I digress. <laughs> This podcast is so new, I, I I still don't quite know how to do the intros or how to do the outros. And we were talking about, you know, do I leave it out on a positive note? Do I leave this? Do I leave that? I am a positive person. I share positive content. I share things that make people laugh and think. Um, when I was a kid, there was a show where a comedian in Canada, uh, I only know him as Red Green, <laughs> and he loved his duct tape. And he always signed off with... All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. And remember, kids, keep your stick on the ice. Which, at the time, I didn't quite find to be funny or I didn't quite understand it. I mean, I understood keep your stick on the ice. Don't don't poke somebody in the face with it. Don't get hurt. He was a very dry comedian, and I didn't have the understanding or comprehension of dry comedy. At that age, at a young age, as I'm watching this show. I've seen a few episodes recently. <laughs> He's really funny. That is a really funny show. Um, so on that note, and keeping in that vein, I will say this. Remember, kids, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.